want to thank you for coming to church this morning. Amen. Amen. And then I was told yesterday some people came to work here. God bless you for working for God. Now you are serving God. Oh. Now you are what? First, now they are not some I mean, I grow in a woody. Those of you who come to work or you have anything you are doing, anything you are doing, be praying. That's what we used to, we used to do and we still do it. Rather me paper high, rather me say, let men do the same for me. May this thing open this door. That's how you do it because you are living with a prophet, okay? So while you are playing a keyboard, you are saying, Lord, as I play, this is how beautiful my life will be. Melodious in the name of Jesus. Are you with me? Are you following me? So everything you do, attach a blessing to it. What you here? The same way when you go and insult somebody immediately, the person wants to curse you. Are you with me? That anytime you do anything bad, someone wants to curse you and say anything, something bad against you. It's the same way every time you, do, you are doing something good, you should be releasing blessings upon your life by the words that you speak. Are you following me? So, when you are working, you are doing something, you are cleaning, you are doing all of that, you should be releasing blessings. Alright, today I'm teaching you, it's Father's Day. I'm teaching you on a good father. A good father. A japa. When I was in, was it college or SHS? There was a guy called a japae. It was college, eh? Or four or something. A japae. A good father is good. How many of you want a good father? Hey. It is possible to want something and not get it in, the, in this life. It is possible to want something and not get it. Are you with me? It is possible to have a desire for a good father and not get a good father. Hey, the same way it is possible to get, to want to get a car and never have a car. But if you want to get a car, in the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Receive a car. In the name of Jesus, you buy a car. This year you buy a car. Receive it now. So, a good father. Somebody say a good father. And how to receive him. A good father and how to receive him. It is not very likely for a man to find a father. Okay? Are you here? I said it is not very likely for a man to find a father. And it is improbable for a man to find a good father. I mean, it's almost impossible. And there are two reasons. Why people are unable to get good fathers. There are two reasons. One. Because, why people are unable to get good fathers? One, because they have not yet encountered one. All the ones they've met are irresponsible ones, careless ones. They are self-centered. They are selfish. They are children. Babies. Have you seen crying fathers? Some fathers are crying fathers because they were always pampered by their mothers. And they grew up to become a husband. Then something happened and they became a father. Are you with me? Something happened and they became a father. So, because they've not yet what? Encountered one. And two, because they don't know how to identify and receive a good father. So, it is possible for a man to have a good man as a father figure in his life and that man will not have the ability of receiving that person as a good father. Are you with me? And in my little journey as a man of God, I have met people that I knew if they had worked with me, their lives would have changed like a joke. 
eh? like Sakawa, I mean, their life would have changed like a joke. Are you with me? But because they didn't know how to receive a man as a father, they couldn't receive me as a father. And they left. And so today, their lives have not become better. It has continually become worse. I want you to know, no human being. How many people? I don't know. Let that person come. I don't know a single human being who has met me and walked with me. Who has, who has left the same way he was. No human being. No human being. Are you following what I'm saying? No single person. And when I look at the, all the people that come around me, Philip, are you listening? When I look at all the people that come around me, eh, I see the difference between the one who comes to stay and the one who comes to go. When they come and they go, the next time I meet them, they are the same way I met them. They are still beaten down. They are still battered and tattered as I met them. And they are still complaining, man of God, you know, Charlie, we are frustrated. I feel, oh, they are not spiritual. I mean, nothing is working. Then I observed the one who came and stayed. And I realized that at least they may not have a car but they have a prayer life. They may not have a house, but they have a word life. They may not have a husband, but they have a holy life. They may not have money, but they have righteousness. They have self-control. Are you with me? Are you following me? And I realize that over and over again, people's hearts are constantly being knocked on. A good father is here. And because they don't know how to identify and how to receive, they end up losing men who should have been fathers in their lives to change their lives. Are you here or you have gone home? Tell your neighbor and ask your neighbor, neighbor. Do you know how to identify a good father? What did the neighbor say? Me, nah, no. Are you with me? So I want to look at some of the traits of a good father so that you know if the fathers you have are good fathers or they are bad fathers. Are you ready? Some of the traits of what? A good father. Ish. You must. You must. Learn how to receive fathers. You must. You must. It's a must. Are you with me? Because fathers are more important than mothers. Statistically, it has been discovered that most wayward children wayward children, delinquent children that are wayward, eh? or juveniles, children that have killed somebody, they've done something, they've been arrested and put in juvie, all those kind of children, a, a large number of them are coming from families where the father is not at home, or families where the father is dead, the father is in prison, the father is a broken marriage, there's no father, a number about 80% of them come from such families. Are you with me? Because the number one duty of a, a good father is this. A good father teaches his children. A good father teaches. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6 to 7. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6 to 7. And these words, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6 to 7. Deuteronomy was written by Moses. Moses is written by Tosu 9. He is written by the name of Moses. He is written by the name of Moses. Are you there? And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in your hearts, and you shall 
teach them diligently unto your children. This is God giving a command to Israel. Now, the generation of people that lived in the time of Deuteronomy were not the first generation that came out of Egypt. These are new people. I mean, they are children because that, that group had died. So they are children and God, that's what Deuteronomy was written. Deuteronomy is a summary of Exodus to Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers. Okay? And even Genesis. So Deuteronomy, you find out that God is reiterating, re, reiterating, restating the instructions that were already given. For instance, in Genesis, God says, I know my servant Abraham, for he will teach his household after me. Do you understand? And God is saying that these instructions must be in your heart. It means that a father has instructions that comes from God or a higher authority which is in his heart which he must work hard to give it to his children. That is why a father who is lenient is not a responsible father. A father who is lazy fear is not a responsible father. Because he says that he shall teach what? You shall teach it to your children. How? Diligently. Somebody said diligently. Hey, are you surprised? I want to get your responses. I said you must, you must do what? Teach how? When we say diligent, what does it mean? It means with hard work. When he wakes up in the morning, he's waking up as a teacher. When he's going to work, he's a teacher. When he's coming back home, he's a teacher. Why? Because everything about his life is this that he must teach his children after God after God this is why some of you have ended up with spiritual fathers because your biological parents couldn't play certain roles that they should have played yeah? and this is why some of you have ended up with more than one father and two fathers and three fathers because some of the things my father should have taught me he didn't so I needed another man to teach me are you listening to me yes hard work somebody say hard work so it's a hard work. He must teach them like the way he goes to work to make money and come and feed the family. You see, a lot of us, eh, the reason why our societies are becoming a, a problem is that our fathers are busy making money and they are not busy making children. They are only busy making money, working hard to get money to pay school fees. So by the time they realize the child has grown up and has forgotten how to be a man or how to be a woman because he's busy making money rather than making children i'm not saying giving birth to children making men are made women are made children are made and that is why some of you also went to school eh? you became dunderhead because your teachers were busy making money rather than making students making lawyers making doctors Huh? Some of you have had teachers that they come to school during lesson time, he's out driving a taxi. During lesson time, he takes you to his farm to go and weed on his farm. Are you following me? They don't care about the growth of the student, they care about their monthly salary. And you hear a teacher make a statement, you are a failure. I don't know a single teacher who does that, who is anything in life. Which I don't know. Me, I've been to school. I don't know a single teacher who says those things, who is anything in life. Because you are a cursed man. You are being paid eh, 
to raise human beings. You take the money, you don't do it. That is why people are made from teachings. Teachings make men what they are. Everything you have become today, you learnt it from someone. That is why we shouldn't take people who teach us for granted. But some of you, because you were not trained well, you take certain teachers for granted. And some of you end up becoming teachers in any area of life and you take your work for granted. Because you don't know that the thing you are doing is going to become something that is going to change a man's life forever. And God is saying that fathers must be diligent in teaching. Let every father who is listening to this message know that God will judge him for being irresponsible. If I am a father and I don't teach my children one day, God will judge me. God will judge me. Because in heaven we will be receiving crowns. Eh? I know my servant Abraham for he will command his household after me. And in heaven, some of us will be receiving crowns. I know my servant Micah. He taught his generation after me. Do you see that? And shall talk of them when thou sittest in the house. Look at when. He said, when should a father teach his children? He said, you should teach them when you are sitting in your house. Have you seen it? He should talk of them when he's seated where? In his house. In thy house. And when thou walkest by the way, when you are teaching them. That's why some of you have realized that every time you are around me, I'm always teaching. That is a sign of a father. Every time you will never meet me, you will never be around me. And I'm not teaching anything. Every time I'm teaching. Because the Bible has told me that if I say I am a father, and today I've received calls, SMS, people are calling, father, father. You think it's fans? If I keep, if I call, you call yourself a father, and you don't take the responsibility of a father, you will face the punishment of an irresponsible father. He said, when you're walking by the road, what do you do? You teach. There are some of you, even when you are walking and you spit saliva, I tell you, don't spit saliva like this. Eh? I tell people, that's a fool's life. You shouldn't spit saliva for it to make noise for people to hear. I wouldn't until you then it's lying by the roadside, but you went to school. But me, everything I see that must be taught, I will tell you, this thing is not done like this. We don't wear a shoe like this. We don't wear a skirt like this. We don't wear a trousers like this. We don't do this like this. He said, when you're walking by the way, did he say when you're in the classroom? He said that a father is always seen teaching. A father, a good father is always teaching. He said, when you're in the house, he's teaching. When you are by the roadside, you are walking on the road, you, you, he's teaching. Uh-huh. And then when you lie down, so when you're about to sleep, do you see that? You say, hey, remove your socks or remove your, your belt. We don't sleep with a belt. Eh? We don't sleep on this side. People have, around me have told them, don't sleep on your abdomen. You will get intestinal problem. Again, your abdomen is receiving too much pressure. Very soon, it will start swelling. We don't sleep on our abdomen. The best way of sleeping is to sleep on your side. Eh? To sleep on your side. If you have back pain, sleep on your side. It will go. Are you listening to me? Hey, are you surprised? Because he's saying that when you are about to sleep, when you are lying down, your father is talking. How many of you have had fathers like that? When you are lying down, he's still talking. 
I mean, a good father is a talking father. I said, a good father is a talking father. If he's not talking, he's not a good father. Every time you do, mm, 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 mm. that's not a good father. Because he's saying that when you are in the house, he's talking. When you're on the roadside, he's talking. He said, when you are even lying down, and everyone is thinking of sleeping, he's a talkative. A good father is a talkative. By talkative, he's always instructing. He's telling you, I remember 1972 when I went for somewhere and I met a certain man. I tell her, that man was a thief and he faced the, the wages of a thief. Then he said, he said, you know what? This is why you shouldn't be a thief. Oh. That's a good father. Always teaching. Always teaching. If you meet an old man and listen, your father is, you, you will always find out that you will meet fathers who are not biological fathers. Okay? Some of them can even be your landlord. Some of them can be a man you have met. Your pastor. Another man. I mean, a father figure. When you see these things, you have met a father. You have met a father. Because when people don't want to take responsibility over your life, eh, they don't teach you things. Because they feel like they don't want to invest. When you are teaching someone something, you are investing into the person's future. Are you with me? So when I'm teaching how to brush, I'm teaching you that so that in the future you don't have smelling mouth, you don't have rotting teeth. Are you following me? Are you following me? Yes. So when I see that you are wearing some kind of something and you are not dressed well, like I can tell you, you know what, do you know that this, we don't wear this thing this way, we don't do it this way. When I'm doing that, I'm playing the role of a father because your father should have taught you. Recently I was in a place and I saw a, a preacher. He was wearing a suit and there was a tag here. Suit. Auto suit. A tag ne one in San Yen. Why free one? Yen Jan Ho. A tarose de be a water. Be move brand corona. Water. Uti. The why free one. And then I said, suit. Papa be a better be a tag in you. A waha. A shaha. A shaha. So. Suit. Papa be a tag in you. And then he visited. That's a good suit. It's no more here again. And you a coat. Oh. I got a coat. So, what's that wall? Since Cassie or something. You see there. Then you give you the quality. This one, right? It's not even detailed. There's the other suit there. Even the, the, the size and everything is inside. This is AFM Cast. We will be right back. We will be right back. Worship with us this and every Wednesday, 6 a.m. The Bible teaching session. This and every Friday, Friday prayer and prophetic service within the hours of 6 30 p.m. and Sunday within the hours of 8 a.m. And we know that your life will never be the same. Look at us in Bunu region, Sunyani Ashura, the police checkpoint that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah, faith missing over assembly. The glory. Yeah. Welcome back to AFM Podcast. Now the message continues. So auto suits na pitare nchenya. Your wife reading. Into wo ba na auto suits man no shot. Don't just that's what a father does. And you know what? Um, a woman can play the role of a father if you are always teaching your children. You are playing the role of a father. It's a good thing to clap. It's a good thing to clap. These are rules of a, these are these are traits of a good father. He is always teaching. And if you find a woman who is always teaching, and women are you are you are here, you should be listening. Always teaching. If you are always teaching and not always complaining, and not always slapping, and not always booting. Hey, teaching, 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 teaching. Somebody say teaching. Say teaching. When you lie down and then when you rise up. When you are lying down, you are lying down, you are teaching. When you rise up, you are teaching. And do you know that it takes repetition of teaching the same thing for a person to apply and, and understand it. 
to understand it and apply it. So don't assume that because you taught them 24th December, next year they'll remember, they won't. That is why you must constantly keep reminding, keep teaching. Somebody say, keep teaching. So if you find yourself as a pastor or as a man of God, you should never get tired of teaching certain things. That's why you realize that I keep repeating the same things over and over again. Why is that so? Because some of the things I teach, I realize that after a while you forget it. So a father must remind, say, hey, this thing is done this way. If not, if you assume that, oh, I taught them on last two years, they will remember, they won't. That's why I said that when you are going by the roadside, you are talking. When you are sleeping, you are talking. When you are lying down, you are talking. When you wake up, you are still talking. Why? If you don't keep repeating, they will forget. Are you with me? So what is the trait of a good father? If he's not teaching, what is he? If he's not teaching, what is he? He's a bad father. Am I teaching good? Am I doing well? Then you can clap for me. Yeah. That's why after church, I still have school of ministry. In school of ministry, I'm teaching you about various things. Are you with me? Like today, I'm going to teach you how to have a quiet time. Yeah. Always teaching, always teaching. Because after what? Opas, she nipperiasen come nah. They will certainly. I mean, the prophecy is good, but people cannot live on prophecies. They live on teachings. That's why Jesus spent more time teaching than doing anything. He taught for three days. The people got tired. Some were hungry. Some were complaining, but they were still there. The disciples now came and said, "Master, we are tired. We are all hungry." But you know what? They didn't want to say we are hungry. So they said, the people are hungry. But are you with me? So what does a good father do? He teaches. Young men here, if you want to be a good father, you can be a father to your siblings. Those of you are elder brothers. That's why if you are firstborn, you, are, you have a problem because you are a father by naturally. You are supposed to teach your siblings how things should get done. Point two of a good father. You ready? A good father sets boundaries. A good father sets boundaries. A good father sets boundaries. He says what? Boundaries. Let's look at something in the book of First Samuel 3, verse 10 to 12. First Samuel 3, verse 10 to 12. A good father sets boundaries. A good father sets boundaries. When we say a boundary, what is a boundary? A boundary is something that restrains a, a thing or a person from going out. Okay? So when we build a house, we put out a wall. The reason we put a wall around is to prevent something from coming inside or something from going out. I would mean. First Samuel 3 verse what? 10. To why? 12. And the Lord said, and the Lord came and stood and called us at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak for thy servant hear it. This is God and he's talking to Samuel in a dream. Okay? And he says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel at which both the ears of everyone that hears shall tingle. Do you see it? Have you seen it? Then he goes on. In that I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house. 
which I begin and I will make an end. Now let's go, let's continue. For I have told him that I will judge his house. Didn't I tell you God will judge a father who is irresponsible? Didn't I tell you that? Look at it here. He says, I will judge his house. Eh? What will I do? I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knoweth. Because his sons made themselves vile and he restrained them not. When you keep preaching, Eli had two sons. The first one is called Hophni. The second one is called Phinehas. Are you with me? And these sons were supposed to become pastors. Or your sofa in Tinanke is sending Mabe pastors. Bible Musa, your sofa, I was all Babe sofa. Yes. Uti. Bible, we are carpentani, I was all Babe carpentani. Ain't a yes, so none of a pair carpenter, no super carpentani. Uti. I listen to me. So Eli was supposed to make sure that his son becomes. His sons become priests and prophets. But he didn't teach them. He didn't train them. He didn't restrain them. He didn't block them. He left them to do whatever they want to do. If your parents leave you to do whatever they want to do, you want to do, it's a dangerous thing. Now, what were they doing? What they were doing is that you will find out that when people are coming to offer their sacrifices. When they kill a bull, let it come down, let it come down. When they kill a bull, they go and they tell them, you know what? God has spoken to me that these days he doesn't want it this way. We want flesh, fresh blood. We want you to cut it for us. Cut the part that has big, big meat. The tires, another part, give it to us. Then they take it to someone to cook it and they eat it. Then they offer the bones as an offering to God. Then again, they were having sex with some of the members at the entrance of the, the church. So when a member is entering the church, and they will touch your buttons, hey, then they are doing things. In public, pastors' children. In public. Me, my child. <laughs> is it... Oh, you know, pastors, children. The reason pastors are unable to raise their children well is because they are always busy. They don't get time for their children. And yet demons, they, are, they don't get time for their children. Hmm. Hey. So, they did all kinds of things. And their father refused to restrain them. This is why there are sometimes, I tell some people, they uh, don't do this again. Eh? I tell them, delete it. I tell them, give me your phone. I seize people's phones. That's what a father does. If your father has never seized anything from you or stopped you from doing something. But sometimes, too, the reason sometimes a father is afraid is because, especially if you're a spiritual father, some of the people think that, you know, some of them, they don't see you as a father. Okay? They see you as a man of God. So you cannot go overboard. You can't go where a father should go. Are you listening to me? I, I deliberately tested Alex and tested David when I told them to end their relationships. Huh? I said, hey, go ahead and end it. 
Then I told David, I said, hey, man, this. Just to see. And again, I was restraining them and I told you why. Didn't I tell you why? I told you why there shouldn't be any relationship at that time. I told you why. One day they would thank me that, Papa, thank you so much for that thing you did for me. Are you with Yesterday, Lady V was laughing about something. And she said that some of the sisters, what happens is that when they have first crash, first crash leads to first relationship, first relationship leads to marriage. But some ladies, they have to meet all the sons of Pharaoh. All the sons of what? The sons of Pharaoh. And by the time they are ready for marriage, oh, I would be. Because of restraining. Because of what? Restraining. Luther, you're welcome. So, let him sit by, by you. Because of restraining. Restraining. That's why sometimes I'll send you an SMS and say, hey, don't do this again. Go and learn how to do this. Don't do this again. But that's what your father does. Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, neighbor, when was the last time your father set boundaries for you? He said, this thing must be done this way. Don't go out at this time of the day. Eh? I've told my son, I said, don't make calls with ladies at night. Eh? Don't do what? Don't do it. Hey! Huh. I said, if you don't have a land... Don't take 7,000 cities and go and buy a phone. If I catch you. This is AFM Podcast. We will be right back. We will be right back. Worship with us this and every Wednesday, 6 a.m. The Bible teaching session. This and every Friday, Friday prayer and prophetic service. Within the hours of 6 30 p.m. and Sunday, within the hours of 8 a.m. And we know that your life will never be the same. Locate us in Kunu region, Sunyani Ashura, the police checkpoint, that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah, faith, mission, global assembly. The glory is here. Welcome back to AFM Podcast. Now the message continues. Hmm. Somebody say, hmm. Because a father sets boundaries. Do you know that's the reason why people don't like fathers? Because they are the ones who are always being hard. And so we, and the mamas are sometimes pampering and cooking. You know, naturally, we love people who cook for us. Do you know that wherever food is, people will gather? Wherever food is, people will gather. Because people naturally love food. So imagine someone who has been cooking for you for 25 years. Wouldn't you naturally love a person? Wouldn't you? How about the one who is setting boundaries for you? Yeah? Boundaries, certain boundaries. Hey, hey, stop this thing. Are you a fool? Are you stupid? That's what fathers do. Then, when they beat you and insult you, then your mother comes and tap your back and say, Oh, stop the child. Don't do that. Then you think that it's your mother who likes you. It's not your mother who likes you. Both of them like you, just that they are playing their individual roles. 
The father will shout, then the mother will come and calm you so that there will be a balance. By the time you have grown, you like your mother, you don't like your father. But they, are, they will both performing their, their duty. A father sets boundaries. But sometimes, because we don't know how to identify fathers, when they set boundaries, we don't want it. So we go and look for bad fathers who will leave us to do whatever we want. I said, a child who will make a mark tomorrow must not be allowed to be careless. If your child will become the topic of the nations, that child must not become careless. If you have a future for your children, you must make sure that they are, there are boundaries for them. They are what? They are what? Boundaries. That is what a father does. A father does. When what? If a good father. Are you enjoying it? A good father is a ruler. A good father is a ruler of his household. First Timothy 3 verse 2 and 4. 2 to 4. First Timothy 3 verse 2 to 4. Nindevra sabakava rosobabot. Uh-huh. Are you there? A bishop. The word bishop there means a father or an elder. Okay? Or a big man. A bishop must be what? Blameless. This is the husband of one wife. It means a husband must have what? One wife. Have you seen it? Vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach. It means he has ability to teach. Capacity to teach. Not given to wine. He's not a, a, an alcoholic. Not a striker. A striker is not a bitter. In terms of, you understand the word strike? Striker, the striker there is dependent on not giving to wine. He's saying that not someone who goes to drink and come and beat his wife and his children. That's what it means. Okay? Okay? You understand? Not greedy or filthy looker, but patient. Not a brawler. Not covetous. Then the important part, one that ruleth well his house. Having his children in subjection with all gravity. That's a father. He rules his house. A father is a ruler. A good father is a ruler. Are you listening to me? That's why if you are living with a father, you expect that, oh, something has come, we should all bring our mind. You don't know what you are saying. Is that one is not a father? Is that the son is the father or the father is the son? Oh, bring your mind. What do you think? Bring your mind. Bring your mind. No, a father is a ruler. He's, he's more like an autocratic leader or a monarch in his house, a monarch in his ministry. Can you come to this place and tell me to do what I don't? Do you think you, you can you do that? But I can do it. I can tell you what needs to be done without question. Unless you are not here. Are you with me? And that's why people who don't want me to be their fathers, in a way, will come around and run away. Because they, in their lifetime, they've never been ruled by someone they are older than. Eh? That's why Africans naturally don't want younger rulers. That's why they sabotage number one. Eh? Sabotage them. A father is a ruler. A father rules. He's a boss. Somebody say a boss. He's a boss. In this ministry, no one is a boss. I'm the only boss. Boss with one S. Eh? I'm the boss. Oh. <laughs> so when people in other ministries, they say, why are you doing that to heaven? We see, we see. Is it your ministry? Are they your children? Are they your people? Are you the one teaching them? Are you the one restraining them? Are you the one praying for them? Are you the one fighting for them? If I tell you how many times I have had to make calls to warn people about people, how many times I have had to be on long hours of calls, fighting for people, praying for people, counseling people, traveling to talk to people's parents that they have issues with. You will not believe it. Then when it's my birthday or it's something and they are celebrating me, like, is he a God? Is he your concern? Is he your, is he your phone? Is he your picture? Is he your money? No, is he your money? If you want, also be a father. Be a good father and men will come and celebrate you. A good father. A father is what? A ruler. 
Every woman here must understand this. Every man here must understand this. That a father is a ruler. Point four. A father, because a father is a ruler, father commands his children. Commands his children. And I think I've already talked about that. Genesis, Genesis 18 verse 17 to 19. A father commands his children. A father commands his children. I've talked about that. So let's go to the next point. Point five. A good father provides for his children. A good father does what? A good father provides. First Timothy 5, 8. And if a man provide not for his own house, especially of those, provide not for his own, especially of those in his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. God is saying that if a man who claims to be a father cannot provide for his own family, the man is worse than the devil because the devil is able to provide for his children. That's why when people go for Sakawa, the devil blesses them, doesn't he? He does. And Paul is telling Timothy, Timothy, first, Timothy 5a that if a man cannot provide for his own, especially those in his own household, the man has denied the faith. Because the faith commands that a man should provide for his house. The man is worse than the devil because the man doesn't know that the devil also provides for his children. Where the wedding field there with them is an unbeliever. Right? The unbelievers cry, they provide for their children, don't they? So you are worse than the devil. That's the best we can give to you. A father provides. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, a father provides. He provides counsel. He provides finances. He provides comfort. He provides what? Comfort. He provides a father. A father provides a father. Because there are times you need a father. I mean, sometimes you can go through a certain situation or something, and you need a father to talk to him. Your father is not around. Have you had that before? A father provides a father. He makes sure that he protects himself so that he doesn't die prematurely so that when the time comes and we need him, he's not around. He makes sure that he protects himself so that he is not arrested and jailed that we, you cannot have access to your father. This is not the kind of provision a father does. He provides for himself. He provides himself to his family. Now with these five things, how do we, I said, identify a good father, right? If you see these traits in a man, now how do you receive a father? How do you receive a father? How do you receive a father? You receive a father by knowing who a father is. By knowing who a father is, what is. The reason is that uh, if you don't know what a thing is, you abuse it. You will misuse it. You will mishandle it. Do you understand? For instance, you can be around, you can be around a father who is teaching and you to you want to show that you to you know things and you to you want to teach. So at the long run, rather than receiving the counsel and the teachings of a father, you are rather teaching a father. So you I didn't win him dada. I already know this thing. So I don't need, to, if I teach him, do I know more? So at the long run, you have a father and never learn anything from him. Apart from the general thing he's teaching general people, the general you are just seeing from him, rather than the words of his mouth. They say actions speak louder than words a lie. Words speak louder than actions. That's why the Bible is not action, it's words. Is the Bible a movie? Why didn't they act it as a movie? Okay, let me show you something. Let me show you what it means to say actions are speak louder than words. Eh? I'm about to do an action. Tell me what it is. What did I just do? Do you know it? What I just did is the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost came on them and they were preaching. Do you understand it? That is how stupid you are when you say actions speak louder than words. Yeah. We have words and you say you want actions. You know a man by the things he says, not the things he does. It's the things he says. The things he says. The things he says. Because Jesus said, out of the abundance of a man's heart, he speaks. So it's not what, what goes into a man that makes him unclean. It's what comes out of his heart, his mouth. 
A man is his words. That is why God gave us his word. You want to know a man, you must pay attention to what he's saying. Are you with me? Are you following me? Yes. And a man's words and his, his deeds must sink. If they don't sink, he's a hypocrite. And I've always been saying that me, I'm a giver. I'm a what? And I, I'm not pretending it and I don't lie it. I don't say it and then I don't do it. Because I'm not a hypocrite. I say it and I do it. Are you with me? So if you don't know who a father is, you will not know how to receive a father. Because sometimes God will package a man to come into your life as a father. But you will receive him because you don't even know who a father is. You don't know. Can you imagine that? You are my son. Your parents have never, you are almost 30 years, your parents have never bothered to talk to you about marriage. No. Hold on. How many of you are here that your parents ever sat you down and said, I want to talk to you about marriage? Eh? You. Who else? Now, do you see that? I want to talk to you about marriage and relationships. Then, you that I have now said that I want to talk to you about marriage, I want to talk to you about how to prepare for marriage. You reject the counsel because you just say, oh, as for prophet, there is a prophet, you know, and that's what we want from him. You are rejecting a father. Because I'm about to share with you something that will help become fruitful in your future. But because you didn't receive a father, you lost the counsel that will make you what you should become in the future. Because I told you that fathers make children. But you rather prefer to go and listen to Shatawali singing. When you can allow me to teach you how to marry in peace and not in pieces. How to marry in peace, oh. How to build a business, oh. But you said that, oh, you went and listened to something somewhere and somebody said whatever. Are you with me? So what did I say? You must know who a father is. And that's why I've given you all these five things. So that anytime you see those traits, know you are about to identify a father figure. And these are some of the things ladies must also look for in a man. But the moment you meet a man, he will start behaving like this towards you. Start teaching. You start doing this. You start. No, no, also me, my beloved, he, he never tells me. He never commands me. Has never. That's how you be in the marriage. Then to you receive a, a father by honoring him. You receive a father by honoring him. I talk, I've thought about honor, so I won't talk about it. You receive a father by honoring him. And as today is Father's Day, it's a good thing for you to honor your fathers. It's a good thing to do what? You know, in, in our church, we don't do pastor's appreciation. I just feel like I don't see why we should set a certain day for you to come and give me money. Me, it's just my personal something. Do you understand? It should be something that we should be able to do constantly. Do you understand? So that doesn't be like, oh, we have set a week. This whole week we are doing pastor's appreciation. We want to come and thank him. Then when you are done, we feel like we have already finished paying him and thanking him. So the rest of the days, you are done. Let's wait for next year. Then we thank him again. Today is Father's Day. Send somebody some coins. Some of you should send me coins. Send me some coins. Amen. Amen. You receive a father by knowing who a father is. You receive a father by honoring him. You receive a father by receiving his counsels and guidance. His counsels and guidance. If you reject his counsels and guidance, you are rejecting a you are rejecting the man. His counsels and guidance. His what? Counsels and guidance. So those are three points. Amen. We know that this broadcast has been a lesson unto you. Worship with us this and every Wednesday, 6 a.m. The Bible teaching session. This and every Friday, Friday prayer and prophetic service. Within the hours of 6 30 p.m. and Sunday, within the hours of 8 a.m. And we know that your life will never be the same. Locate us in Bono region, Sunyani Ashura, the Holy Second, that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah, faith, mission, global assembly. The glory is here.